0: Welcome to the Ancestral Findings Podcast. The 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution establishes a federal income tax. There had only been one tax of this type before, to pay for the Civil War, and it was canceled not long after the end of that war. Those who supported an income tax thought it would help lower-income individuals by putting the greater tax burden on wealthier people. This is what you need to know about this most contentious of amendments. The 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution is a contentious one and has been since it was ratified. To this day, there are people who insist it is not legal based on things said in the original part of the Constitution. It is no wonder that this amendment is not a popular one, because it is the amendment that established the federal income tax. It is to be expected that people aren't going to like that, and they still don't, to this modern day. What does it say? The Congress shall have power to lay and collect taxes on incomes from whatever source derived, without apportionment among the several states and without regard to any census or enumeration. What does it mean? The 16th Amendment allows Congress to collect an income tax and use it for federal purposes without sharing it with the states on the basis of each state's population, which parts of the original Constitution says Congress must do for any types of taxes it collects. Congress passed this amendment in 1909, and was ratified by the required three-fourth of states in February 1913. The adoption of this amendment overruled a U.S. Supreme Court decision in the Pollock v. Farmers Loan and Trust Company case in 1895, which essentially ruled an income tax unconstitutional. Congress made this type of tax constitutional by adding this amendment to the Constitution. Before this amendment was adopted, Most of the money that the federal government earned came from tariffs on imports, rather than taxes from the American populace. There was an income tax imposed by the Revenue Act of 1861 to help pay for the Civil War, but this was a self-limiting tax and expired in 1872. Even after this tax went away, there were still people and groups who thought an income tax would be a good thing. The Populist Party, which was a late 19th and early 20th century political party, desired an income tax at the federal level. The Populist Party and other groups that supported a federal income tax believe that tariffs imposed unfair taxes on low-income people. They believed that a shift to an income tax would put the greater burden on paying taxes on wealthier people. After the Pollock case where the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that certain types of income, if taxed at the federal level, would have to be shared with the states. Congress abandoned the idea of a federal income tax for a while. They believed that the court would strike down any attempt they made to pass such a tax into law. It was in 1909, during the Payne-Aldrich Tariff Act debate, that Congress finally proposed the 16th Amendment. Initially, The Republican Party believed such an amendment would not be ratified by the requisite number of states to become part of the Constitution. But a group of Democrats, progressive Republicans, and other groups who favored an income tax lobbied the state legislators in favor of the amendment and convinced enough of them to vote to adopt it to the Constitution. The amendment was ratified and Congress imposed the first federal income tax with the Revenue Act of 1913. In 1916, the U.S. Supreme Court upheld the constitutionality of the income tax. In the case of Brushaber versus Union Pacific Railroad Company, the federal government has levied a federal income tax ever since that first one in 1913. Thanks for listening to the Ancestral Findings Podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and iTunes. Also, check out AncestralFindings.com for free ebooks and weekly giveaways. Happy searching!